Wow, we've gained one degree. It's back to six above zero here in the Twin Cities. Andy Lind is joining us uh, today, answering those home improvement type of questions at 651-461-9226. Andy, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? Well, I'm staying warm, and I hope you are too. My goodness. Well, as I said earlier this morning, the other shoe has dropped, and uh, we're in the, hey, we're in the middle of January, right? But I I'm thinking as I'm looking forward to this week's weather uh, right through Friday, I always can imagine what it's like with uh, your crews, your great crews that are out there doing, and they had some great weather to work for quite some time. What happens now with this below zero weather? What kind of uh, precautions uh, are, are taken? Clothing, using tools, when do you not do roofing, things like that. You know, there's there's always certain projects that, that have to get completed because leaving them unattended is going to cause more damage. It's not, you know, the, the best-case scenario to be able to have to complete these types of projects when it's 4 degrees out, but every now and then we have to. And those are the exterior-type product projects that we'll be working on, things that we have to. It could be roofing, siding, windows, gutters, you name it. But there's a lot of things that we can do with our clothing. We all uh, have battery-operated clothing now. And, and, and everything is going to take marketably longer. We're going to, any of our caulkings or glues or anything that we're using in the field is going to have to be warmed up. A lot of times we're, we're, we're leaving our vans or our vehicles running. Uh, you know, I, I get a phone call every year, um, someone upset that we've left a, a van running on the street for an hour and a half. But we, that's because we're trying to unthaw some of the materials that we're working with. We've even gone to, uh, at times, Denny, we've taken those those type of insulated pop-up ice shacks oh, yeah. and put those up with heaters in there and put our building materials in there to let them unthaw as we are, are going to do a roof. You know, well, there's a lot of things that we can do. There's there's things that we can do to unthaw the ground as well if we have to put footings in. But, you know, everything this time of year, it, uh, it takes longer. So, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's it costs some money. But, you know, we, we do what we have to do. Having said that, Insulation. Uh, those crews are are going to be going going. It's easier to condition, you know, an inside space like a like an attic, in order to get it to that forty degree mark, in order to get the the foam to go where we want it to go, or do what, do what we want it to do. Uh, windows. Um, any of our interior modeling projects that we're doing, and and believe it or not, there's going to be some gutter guys working next week. The the lack of snow, or the, it's not a lot of snow that we've had, so that we're not dealing with a lot of snow on the roofs and That's ice in the true. gutters. As long as, uh, you know, that, that holds out, we can, we can complete some of those projects. Let's tell you, you hit on a couple of real important uh, issues this time of year. Uh, insulation and windows kind of go hand in hand. And I know on the, uh, the, the social media sites that the Lindis, uh, which I check out all the time, uh, you've got some tips about uh, insulation. Maybe we can kind of touch on uh, – uh, I know what I wanted to ask you, too, in, in, in recent – and I know you've been in a lot of attics over the years. Are, are, are you and your crews, rather, still finding a lack of insulation or at least good insulation in newer homes? When I say newer, let's say the last 10 years. You know, um, the homes. I think we just lost Andy. <laughs> it must be the cold temps. I tell you what, let's do. Uh, let me give you the, the the phone number and the text number, and we'll get uh, we'll get Andy back on the horn. 
651-461-9226. He might still be talking and not knowing that he's not actually on the air. So uh, let's do this. Dennis, let's do a commercial break and get Andy back on the horn, and we'll uh, be right back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Andy Lind is answering those very questions. It's 651-461-9226. Andy, I know we lost you for a couple seconds uh, back there. Before we do get back to uh, uh, chatting about insulation and windows, things like that, Ron is calling in from uh, Bloomington, I believe, uh, this morning. Thanks for waiting, Ron. What is your question for Andy? Uh, I I have a... um a uh, one-story Rambler that was built in 1978, and it's got a vapor barrier, but it turns out that, you know, every several years I'm having to repaint it because of chipping or peeling. And I'm wondering, I'm thinking about putting siding on, and I was wondering if Andy had any recommendations of the pros and cons of, like, steel siding versus, like, putting on a cement siding, like I'm thinking of James Hardy. Uh, although there's probably other brands, or whether he has any other ideas about uh, uh, possible sightings that could be considered. Just thinking about the pros and cons of it uh, beyond uh, just what what the sighting might look like. Are you there, Andy? No, Andy's gone again. Oh, okay. Uh, you, yeah, you just hang on the line. We're gonna get, we're gonna get, uh, um, get you back. I'm not sure. Uh, if Andy, let's get Andy on the horn. We'll have him call in. He's obviously having some technical difficulties where he is. So, Andy Linus, if you can hear me, get on the phone and uh, call Dennis, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get some questions answered here on this uh, this Saturday morning. If you're just tuning in, Andy Linus from Linus Construction is uh, back with us. At least he will be. In uh, just a moment, 651-461-9226. You don't have to call in. If it's easier for you, you can uh, just uh, send a text. Again, 651-461-9226. Are you back with us, Andy? Okay. He is not. Ron, are you still with us? Hold. Are you still with us, Ron? Yes, I'm here. Okay, uh, just in case Andy's listening, why don't you repeat your question, please? Yeah, my question is, I've got a one-story Rambler built in 1978, and it's got vapor barrier, but the um, I have to repaint it every several years because of peeling or chipping paint, and I was thinking about residing it. It's, it's cedar siding right now, and I'm thinking about residing it with either steel siding or uh, like cement siding like James Hardy, or whether uh, Andy might have any other suggestions. Uh, I'm just looking at what the pros and cons are of those different sidings um, versus the, you know, the appearance, of course, w- there would be differences, but uh, whether he had any ideas of, uh, about the pros and cons of the different sidings. Are you there, Andy? Yes, sir. Can you hear me what? now? Yes, you can, and and I know I, I have a feeling you're probably going to ask her on, uh, tell him that you like steel siding and you also like LP Smart Side. 
You know, I had a feeling you knew how to answer that question, so I wasn't too worried. Um, the uh, the other thing, Denny, is is the Insultex house wrap. I think that's the the key ingredient on, on a home built in 1978. Chances are the insulation in the walls aren't the best. So when you add the Insultex house wrap to it, you're adding an R6 insulation to it. Um, I stay away from any of the cement boards as, as a whole just because I've, I've just seen failure in, in, in that product where I haven't the others. Okay. Yeah. Any other ideas on different other kinds of siding or uh, basically you would recommend the steel siding? Steel or LP smart side. One of those two products is, is what I would use. In fact, I, I would say that 7 out of 10 times right now, a little bit more than that actually, it's probably closer to 74% of the time, people um, are customers. And, and we have four siding crews going every day. Uh, choose LP smart side over the steel. One of the things you've got to worry about the steel, especially if you have like a south-facing wall, as it expands and contracts, it can make a popping sound. And if it's near any like decks that you sit at, some people can really, especially the first couple of years, um, they just tend to really be annoyed by that. So that's something to, something to consider. I'd stay away from vinyl. For what vinyl costs nowadays, I'd, uh, it's just not worth it. Maybe back in the day as a price point option, but it's gotten so expensive for the high-quality vinyl, I would, I would steer clear of it altogether. Okay. Oh, we lost him. Good. I thought it was mine again. No. (laughs) Sorry about that. We can follow up later on if you want to give us a call back. I do believe we have another caller. Aaron is calling from East Bethel, I guess, this morning. Uh, Aaron, you're on CCO. What is your question for Andy? Hey, Andy, I have a question. I have uh, a house from 98 with original windows, and we constantly get mold building up on the wood windowsills in the bathroom, and we try to keep the the uh, blinds and curtains up, you know, to, so it doesn't condensate as much. My question is, is until I replace the windows, is it better to put the 3M film on the outside, or is that going to create more mold, and then I won't obviously have the option to clean it because it'll have the film over it? Yeah. Um, do you run your bath fan religiously every time you shower? I try to, and I try to leave it on at least a half hour after we're done. Yeah, um, I would wonder if where that bath fan is, is, is taking that to and what your humidity level is in your house at altogether. Um, sure. Now, would a, a new window have a different condensation rating? More than likely. But like when it's seven below outside and the humidity right. level in your home's above 25%, a lot of windows, even good ones, can get condensation on them. And that's why. You know, we when we look at our window products that we offer, that all trucks material from from Marvin, which is our Infinity window, which is the number one window that we install, and then the Season Guard window, even if there is condensation, those 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 products are don't mold, don't get mildew, so you don't have to worry right. about cleaning them or the finish going away on that. But sure. but if you could. I would I would really yeah. So it sounds like you're doing the right things. That film I. I Telling you, um, the option to clean it, I would rather have than than what benefit that film will give you. That's kind of how I feel. I'd rather uh, not look at the mold and uh, just clean it when I need to for health reasons. Yeah, I, I, I think you're better off that way. I think you're going down the right path. And boy, yeah, you're trying everything you can to keep that off there. It might be, it really probably is a window issue then. All right. Very good, Aaron. Thanks. Uh, good luck. Uh, let's grab another phone call. Terry. 
calling in from Bloomington this morning. Uh, Ter- Terry, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Uh, this is an insulation question uh, for House Wrap, and I'm also looking at uh, putting on some new siding uh, from uh, my 1979 home, uh, and I'm looking at the LP Smart uh, siding. But uh, there's some something that I think Linda's ca- uh, handles is called Insultex, which is a R6 insulation or house wrap. Uh, if uh, and I have a bid. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 Lindis, I've called already, and they've come over, and I'm waiting uh, for their uh, uh, the bid that they're going to take. So, but uh, can uh, one way or another, can I buy? Is it uh, buyable from uh, Lindis this Insultex if uh, if I go that direction? Yeah, yeah, we the. Um... We have a, a, a separate company, 18 Building Supply, that, that uh, people buy Insultex through all the time. And, and people call in construction, call other contractors. Um, I believe it's going to be available at some supply houses sooner or later in, in many, but I'm not sure. I haven't, uh, I haven't talked to Joe. I know he's got a lot of irons in the fire right now. But I'm, I'm anticipating distribution starting to get their act together and to carry this, this product. Because when it comes to... At house wraps and insulating the walls, it's not close to any, and it, it it just isn't. There's not another product out there that's even in the 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 ballpark of Insultex on what it does and what it has. Not only would like to, in order to get both of the things that Insultex offers, which is the the proper house wrap with the proper perm rating and a channel in which water can 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 escape if if it gets behind the siding, and and the R6. You'd have to put on two products, and it, and it would cost markedly more, like a hundred, like a hundred and fifty dollars a square, which is you know a lot of money when 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 you, when you think about it. You're, you're talking another couple thousand dollars to to most siding projects. All right, very good. Busy morning here. Six five one four six one nine two two six nine twenty five is our time. It is six above zero in the Twin Cities. Seven below overnight tonight, only two above, uh, two below will be the high tomorrow. We're going to get you all the weather details coming along in just a few minutes from right now. Uh, Andy, let's uh, grab another phone call. I think Dan is on the horn calling in from uh, Eden Prairie this morning. Good morning. Hi, Dan. Good morning. morning. Now, does uh, SmartSide offer is it an R value that would actually be another advantage of going SmartSide versus Steel? Is there you can get kind of a point five or anything with uh, SmartSide? You know, I'm I'm sure it does, and but I, it's it's negligible. I'm guessing. I I've never looked into it. I'm sure I, I I'm almost positive that there's some type in R value with a half an inch of of, of of smart side. But you know that that product starts out. I think it's like 17 inches thick before they compress it. And, really? And and wow. I know smart side is going to tighten up the home. More than like a steel or a vinyl will, because you know you're you're nailing the steel and the vinyl, you know, snug on the wall, not not necessarily tight, but just just snug. And if you notice ever the the the, the nailing of vinyl and steel siding, it's elongated for a reason because both those products expand and contract more than what like an LP is going to. Um, you know, we we have tolerances for LP, and we know that it's going to expand to a certain point. So when we install it, we have to use those tolerances and know know that those gaps are going to expand more in the future, and then, then we caulk everything. All right. 
We're going to get back to our uh, talk of uh, insulation in a moment. A, a listener sent a text about windows. It says, good morning, Andy. I'm looking at windows for a new home. Do all good quality windows have stainless steel spacer bars between the uh, panes? And how important is that? They're looking at a type of Marvin window. Uh, as far as it's the best spacer system that we found, um, as far as durability and as far as transfer of energy, there's a lot of gimmicks when it comes to spacer systems. It's getting less and less because um, some of these companies got in trouble for inflated R values. They're telling people what their windows are going to do. There are super spacers, foam spacers, you name it. But it uh, it's always became unstable, and then the gases between the gas the glass would 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 escape, and that's what gives it you know the main insulating factor. The nice part about stainless steel. As far as all the metals go, it's a real stable metal, and it doesn't conduct energy nearly as fast as some of the other ones. You know, um, if you take a piece of stainless steel versus some of the other metals that that other companies use in a, in a spacer system, and, and you put it on something cold, it takes marketably longer to feel that cold with stainless steel than than what you see some of the other spacer systems using. But the main there's a reason why Marvin, Pella, and Anderson basically use the same glass pack. You know, in the same type of spacer systems. They're not dumb. They're they're all northern companies building windows up here for, for around the world. They're three of the best, if not best, window manufacturers in the world. And they all use a stainless steel spacer on their on their better windows. So there's a reason before there's a reason for that. Yeah, I should say. Uh, Andy, hang on. We're going to have a look at that chilling forecast, and then we're going to have uh, more show coming back on the other side. Any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented by Linda's Construction every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your home improvement questions for Andy Lindis this morning. Here's the phone number. It's also the text number, 651-461-9226. Andy, I know we, we, had, uh, we had some busy times here in the first half hour of the show. Let's get back to our talk about uh, insulation. Uh, and I, I asked you, as I recall, that long ago, about uh, homes these days, even that that are ten years uh, in the past, built in the last ten years, uh, have you seen a need even with those homes uh, for better insulation? You know, um, if we do, it's usually just adding some insulation, or we're doing something else. I, I've seen more issues with the venting on uh, on homes built in the last decade than than the insulation or vapor barrier. Now, homes built nineteen ninety to two thousand ten. Uh, you know, it's it's a crapshoot. Uh, sometimes we run into them. Nothing needs to be done. But those are the homes that 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 were were in the, probably as often as homes built you know before 1980. Seems like homes built before 1980 and then 90 to 2010. Those are are the homes that we're doing a lot of uh, of work to. We used some pretty bad materials on the exterior of the home from 1990 to 2010. Not that not that every neighborhood or every home getting built right now is using markedly better materials, but those a lot of those materials weren't meant to last more than 
you know, 20 years. And, and we're, when we're, when we're at that point plus, plus some on, uh, in, in some cases. And then we get into these addicts, Denny, and a lot of times we're finding people have tried to re-insulate them. This mm-hmm. is, we find this in, in the homes built prior to 1980 and in the, and again, that, that 90 to 2010 range, you, we, we can find maybe sometimes three different types of insulation. Okay, that gremlin in Andy's microphone, I do believe, has uh, has got us again. Um, why don't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what what to recommend, Andy, from uh, where I sit. And uh, a lot of times it's gone. Oh, there you are. Okay, you're. Uh, maybe you don't know this, but you're uh, breaking up. Yeah, I guess you don't know it. But there's a short somewhere. We should send our crack engineering team to uh, to where you are, Andy, to uh, see if we can't fix. But there is a short somewhere in the system. Uh, there's no doubt. So I know you can probably hear me. Um, so maybe what we'll do is, just so we don't get bothered with this anymore, is, Andy, get on the horn. Call Dennis, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do the rest by phone because until we can get this other uh, system repaired, it'll be kind of frustrating for you and me and our listeners as well. So let's do this. You call Dennis. We'll take a quick break. Call Dennis, and we'll uh, we'll get things straightened out. And welcome back to our home improvement show presented by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks, uh, just call them, 844-9-LINDUS. We'll give you that number before Andy leaves us today. Andy, I know we've had some technical difficulties. I think we're going to be uh, pretty much straightened out now for the remainder of the show. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we'd love to hear from you. We still have time. Uh, Either text or phone call, 651 461 Nine two two six. Let's back up again and uh, kind of follow up on what you were talking about as far as uh, insulation. And let, let's uh, let's bring a couple of ideas of what what you found or what uh, what we need sometimes. I mean, you you talked about the older homes, such as the, are like ours. And over the years, Lindis and the crews have. Um, you should maybe talk about that that procedure because uh, the guys actually brought in this huge vacuum, didn't they, and took out. The remainder of what was what was left before they put in the foam. That's kind of typical, right? You got to do that first. Yeah, you know, in the homes that don't have a vapor barrier, um, what we would recommend is taking out all of the insulation, and then we're going to put down a layer of spray foam. But though, though that vacuum, we can put bat, you know, like you know, R R twelve bats through that vacuum, and it just gets all everything down to the ceiling, and then we can really see. You know, all of the problems, all of the issues. Sometimes we discover can lights that aren't aren't rated to be in, in contact with insulation. One of the that was that was one the case at your house. Yeah. One can light out of all of your can lights was different. And it technically wasn't related to come into contact or wasn't rated to come into contact with insulation creating a potential fire hazard. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that we can find, rodent issues. We can we can take care of everything. People don't understand the amount, uh, how important it is for your attic and your home's air quality. You don't want your attic acting as a giant filter to your air. And if you don't stop the, the heat escaping up into the attic, that's what's going to happen because that cold air has to do something. 
It'll come down the walls. It'll come out the outlets. And that will be the air that you're breathing. And if you ever get into an attic and you see a lot of mold, uh, rodent droppings, anything like that, that's that's the first thing that comes to me. I'm like, oh, my goodness, these people have been breathing this air. It's uh, it's no one. And if you have health issues, it's just something to, to, to inspect. It's not the case all the time, but there's steps that we can take uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen. And just not only make our homes more comfortable, but make it a healthier place to live. Andy, as far as uh, do-it-yourselfers, as far as insulation is concerned, uh, do you find that some people just think just throwing up a lot of uh, insulation, fiberglass, whatever the material is, uh, into the attic? Well, you know, I know if I get uh, more, if I get three or four feet in there, it's going to really help. What, what's the biggest mistake uh, some homeowners who try to do it themselves make? They don't address the the the, in, the ventilation and and the attic air sealing that's those those two things marketably more important than our value when it comes to your attic and i say that because that's that's the problem almost always when people are having ice dams or we run into you know what what this is going to create this cold weather is going to create denny is i think uh maybe like a week from monday we're looking at, at temperatures above freezing again and yeah. I will get phone calls about, and we'll get beginning to have people's attics, and it'll be like it's raining in there. Meaning so much heat has escaped from that house, and it's gotten to the roof deck, where which is really cold, and frosts up. And that frost keeps building up, building up, building up, building up, building up, until there's a thaw. And then it melts, and all of that water comes down and, and drips onto your insulation. So it's lowering the R value of the insulation every time it does that because that insulation has an R value because the down in, in drips onto your insulation. So it's lowering the R value of the insulation every time it does that because that insulation has an R value because the air that it traps inside it. So as it gets wet, it starts to, you know, compress, and then that's when you can get mold. That's when you start to see the stains on your ceiling, um, a, lot of, a lot of things. So it's, uh, it's something to be aware of. And if you can, get up in your attic and, and, and take a look, go for it. Just know that if, you're, if your attic access is sealed, it's probably better off sealed. When, when we do attic jobs, we have specific things that we put over the top of the attic air accesses so you can still get in there, but it blocks off any air from, from getting through that access. Mm-hmm. Listener wants to know, Andy, when, not if, but if, my attic gets a layer of foam. How thick is it? Depending on uh, what we're going to be putting in there for an R value, typically we're going to do at least three inches. But uh, sometimes we'll we'll do enough where you know we get to like an R forty with the foam, and then blow cellulose in over the top of it. Looking at a next another text that came in, it says this uh, jumps around a little bit. Uh, I have a new home and live in southwestern Minnesota. I have a spray foam insulation in my walls, but in this cold weather, I have condensation on the inside of my windows in the lower corners. I have a humidity stat in the house that says my house is at 74%. Do I need to lower the humidity? Yeah. I also have an air, yes. air let's see, yeah. I also have an no. air exchanger. Yeah, your humidity needs to be below 40% when it's this cold. If you want to have a shot, at stopping condensation. 
it's a shocker that he's just getting a little he must have really good windows and chances are if he if he sprung to have spray foam done Denny um he probably yeah. you know there's probably good building materials were used on this house and that that's why he's just getting a little bit of uh, uh condensation on the windows if you got a house that was built in like you got 30 year old windows and you were running 74% humidity in your house it would be disastrous. Um, he's got a really well insulated house to only be getting a little bit of condensation on your windows when it's seven below outside or any, or, you know, dear single digits. I think the U of M says under 20%. I've found with my house, mind you, it's an old, you know, 1902 four square farmhouse that's been remodeled. I have a couple of different windows in there because I'm always testing things. Um, I did spray foam the walls. But I've I've found that I don't have any condensation issues as long as I keep my dehumidification system set at 39% this time of year. I just want it to be under 40%. Under 40. Uh, the other question from this listener says they also have an air uh, air let's see air exchanger, but I'm wondering. Texter says what the setting should be set at with that to lower the humidity as well. You know, I would uh, contact your HVAC professional and talk with them to, to know about exactly what, what you have operating there. Um, if it's a whole, in, in conjunction with like a whole house humidifier, I would turn that off this time of year as well. Um, but chances are, if it's, all, it's in a, a spray foam house, you, you do need the air exchanger set, but you might be bringing in too much cold air and creating moisture problems that way too. You just want to want to be careful there, but... Work with your HVAC professional on that, and, and, and they'll help you get it set up. The most important thing is lowering the humidity, and your dehumidification system is going to be your best bet with that. That house Let's, is more than likely yeah. a spray foam and windows, Denny. It's so tight, you need that air exchanger doing what it's doing. Right. Now, how important, let's let's talk a little bit, if we can, about windows. How important in this discussion of, of uh, insulation are windows? It can be very important. Um, like if this this uh, uh, caller um, had or texture had those types of issues with a bad window, though the entire window would be frosted up. Like you know, if if it, this was not a, a good window, it'd be more condensation than just on the corner of the glass. So uh, windows can make a a giant difference, not only in your home's energy. But just like what what rooms are, if you have a room that's all glass and it's always cold in there, I'm telling you, try some of the newer windows, especially like on the like the southern facing part of the house. Danny, for me, you know, I, I I told this story on the radio a few times, but I built a room with the largest slider windows that Marvin Infinity would make, and I ordered four of them, and I did that. For a couple of reasons. One, it's you know um, our, our workout room, and, and I wanted to have as much natural light in there as possible. It's built on a kind of a lean-to of my garage. And two, if a window's going to fail, it's always going to be the largest window that they make, and slider windows notoriously leak more air than any other style of window. This time of year, I'm I'm like today, my my floor heat is set in you know. 74 degrees in that room and i in the afternoon it'll be in the 80s in there because of the solar heat gain that i'm getting this time of year with my infinity windows 
the low E in the coatings that we put on the glass there, the lower the sun is in the horizon, the more solar heat gain that we're getting. So, but, so couple that with the wider glass pack and, and the stainless steel spacer that, that we have with Infinity. Um, Denny, like the, 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 the transfer of cold from the outside to the inside is, just doesn't happen nearly as fast with, with the Infinity windows as most windows out there. It makes a giant difference in that room. So I, I don't know how many people can say that the heat isn't going to come on for four hours in the afternoon in a room that's 16 by 40. Yeah. No, and, and, it's, and it's mainly glass on the walls. Now, mind you, it's a spray foam ceiling. Right. So, you know, it's, it's well insulated and it's in floor heat. So, you know, as, as you heat up all of those surfaces, all those surfaces also retain some heat. And so it's a very efficient way of, of going about it. But I, it, it shocked me. I didn't anticipate that happening. And, and I think with it, and as I know, if we say even my season guard window, Denny, there's no way our season guard window would perform the way these ones are. It just, it just wouldn't. That vinyl has a lot less tolerances and, and allows a lot more air to infiltrate the home than, than what it does the Infinity Window. That's why 90% of the windows that we install today is, is the Infinity Window by Marvin. Infinity, great product. Uh, I know we're almost out of time. I want to see how many folks we're going to help out here. Uh listener says, I have a uh, tuck under garage with open uh, joists insulated with fiberglass with tarp vapor shield, wondering if there's a better way to insulate the floor. It's our living room and dining room up above the garage. What do you think of that? You know, um, if, if it is an issue, um, you know, looking at a spray foam option might be a, a better bet and, and, and filling the exact cavity. Chances are something is allowing air to get up through there, and that's where the cold is coming from. So getting that sealed is is as important as the type of insulation that you're you're putting in there. And that's why, why I always recommend spray foam, because you get the best of both worlds. It seals everything. It locks it in. As you know, we have the smartest listeners around, and uh, we get a lot of input from folks uh, in the business. Uh, Jim with an HVAC company was kind enough to send in a, a comment about that air exchanger. Uh, he said, uh, if the homeowner has an air exchanger, make sure the intake vent is clear of obstructions and the filters are clean. Good tip from an HVAC guy. Yes, sir. All right, let's see. We've got a couple of minutes to go. Let's see, where is this? Where did I leave? All right, here's what. My house was built in 1942, Texture says, part of the upstairs ceiling, also the roof line. There's only four inches of space between the sheetrock and the shingles. How can I insulate better? Say that again, Danny. All right, so he's got a 1942 home. And yeah. the upstairs, uh, that roof line, there's just ve- just only four inches of space between the sheetrock and the shingles. How do you insulate that? So he that? must have uh, yeah. like a knee wall type situation upstairs. Sounds like it. Yeah, spray foam is going to be your best bet, but chances are it's still not going to be enough. Um, you might have to look at a power vent in those situations. Uh, we have very specific things and options that we can do with people uh, with, with situations like that. None of them are cheap, and and but the reason why we only do it a certain way is because every other way we've tried has failed, and it's just not in me to make something okay 
Like I'm not going to be like, hey, on most scenarios, this is going to fix your ice dams because eventually that person is going to be upset and be like, hey, I spent X amount of dollars and it still hasn't fixed the problem. It's just not, I'm not going to do projects like that. And we try to be as upfront as possible with people on those homes. It's not cheap. Probably the most expensive type of insulation job that we have to do because the roof has to come off, the ceiling sometimes have to come off. It's it's a project. And uh, why they decided those types of homes were a good idea in the area of the world that we lived in, I don't know. <laughs> but... You know, it was. Uh, I'm guessing it was a, a a cheap way to to have a second story. Andy, we have 60 seconds to go. Uh, would you advise our listeners if they're in need of insulation or maybe new windows to to get on the horn and call Lindus? Yeah, absolutely. We have 75 percent off the labor on the Infinity Windows by Marvin right now, and we always offer that free heat map analysis. The we have a variety of diagnostic tools that we're going to use. When we come into your home to tell you where the air is infiltrating, where your heat loss is happening, what your current R values are, and what the best way to make your home as comfortable as it possibly could be is. And all of that is free. We're going to sit down and, and go over everything with you on, on your home's energy use, where your R values are, and, and uh, if you want us to do a project, great. If not, trust me, Denny, uh, we're, we're, not, uh, we're not hurting for work, so we're, we're going to be busy for a while. That's right, and I urge you, like Andy says, that first visit is free, so take advantage of that. Uh, 844-9-LINDIS. Call them this coming week, 844-9-LINDIS. Andy, we have to scoot. We will talk uh, next week. What do you say? Sounds great, Denny. Thanks so much. Have a good week. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Snow still a little bit likely before 2 or so today. Uh, How warm will it be? Near 10 above or so. Low tonight, 7 below. High tomorrow, Two below. Right now, the Twin Cities, six above zero. Denny Long thanking you for your company.